When the art day gets rough, you just gotta keep on punching. And here's your Thunder Punch Daily with Jersey Droz. Oh boy, we're talking about time again. This is a topic that goes round and round for me because the nature of what I like to do as well as who I am has given me a tumultuous relationship with time. I've never, I don't think any of us feel like we have enough time. But I tend to get blindsided by time a lot. It's been, that's been a recurring theme of a lot of my reflections on time. There's a big disconnect for me between what's happening six months from now and what's happening right now. Maybe some of you can relate to this. I hope somebody else can. I, I hope I'm not special in this regard. <laughs> Although maybe I should hope that I'm special in this regard because this, this gets to be a problem for me. Although I know I've talked with enough other creative people that this is... This sounds like it's something that might be relatable in that sometimes my job as a cartoonist and teaching artist means that things will be scheduled 18 months from now, whether that's a deadline on a book or a teaching event, some kind of workshop, right? Uh, I'm doing a workshop in, I think, February that was booked this past February. So like I book things sometimes a year in advance and those things, I'll put them on the calendar. I'll make a little note someplace, but that'll quickly fall off of my head up display because what's in my head up display is usually what is, whatever is happening in the next four days for me. And that will crowd out everything else. And that four-day window will move across the calendar until suddenly I realize, oh no, (laughs) I booked something over the weekend a year ago that I am probably prepared enough to do, but oh, I really thought on Monday that I was going to have Saturday to do some creative work. Nope. Not in the cards for me. This was November for me. November for me was, and 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 like the the last end of October, was a lot of that window moving across the weeks until all of a sudden it's like, oh, I agreed to do that. Oh shoot. Okay. Well, I guess I'm driving to Virginia in the end of October. Uh, oh, the next weekend I'm gonna be in Worcester, Ohio for the Buckeye Book Fair. Yep, I agreed to that like eight months in advance. I'm doing that too. And so, what does that mean? That means I don't have a day off for like three weeks. And uh, I manage, I get through it, but but that that sort of um, recurring oh no is a warning sign to me that I need to make adjustments in my life. This is something I'm thinking about a lot lately. And um, what are the adjustments that I want to make? I wrote down three because I seem to be on a tear with threes lately. Threes just like it's a really manageable number, and it's something that feels really relatable to us. I want to make these three changes with regard to time. Uh, and they, they regard it, 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 two of them are related to scheduling things and staying true to them in terms of a, uh, creating a habit and um, creating sort of, um, what would you say, non-negotiable time blocks. At this time, I do this every, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, whatever. 
One of them is more about like a general, broadly speaking, I need to make a flow chart to make sure that I'm protecting certain amounts of time. So let's go through them. The first one is I really need to take better care of my body um, and not in the way that I mentioned a couple of uh, reflections ago where I was talking about, oh, I started to feel sick. So I started to go to bed early and really got in front of getting a cold. I don't want to do that kind of triage. I want to be a little bit more proactive on that. So I really want to start working out more regularly. I I have been on and off for going on 10 years now of keeping some kind of uh, cardiovascular fitness in my life. And I fall on and off of that wagon. Um, I want this to be something that is more scheduled. Like five o'clock every morning, I am doing something that involves physical exercise for approximately an hour, three times a week, something like that. But I also want to institute reflection time, meaning time for meditation, time for reflection, time for journaling. And it's a non-negotiable. This this hour, three days a week, is unassailable. Nobody else gets it. This is just for reflection or meditation. I need to do it for my own mental health and sanity and my own sense of well-being. I absolutely have to do it. I'm feeling the deficit from not doing that. Oh, but Jersey, you've got these commutes to all, you know, going to all these different teaching gigs. Driving in a car and meditating is not the same as sitting in a room in silence where I don't have to attend to anything else. Because while I can get into uh, an internal world while I'm driving, I also have to pay attention to that giant semi with the flammable sign on it that might suddenly cut into my lane, right? So that's something that I need to institute and I need to be really strict about protecting. And then speaking of protection, the last item on my list is protecting approximately 20 hours a week for creative or introverted time. Time to be working on something, either whether it's comics or whether it's sculpting, whether it's investigating some creative problem. I need to have 20. I I know this now that I absolutely need to have 20 hours a week where I can get into an internal uh, space where I'm not talking, I'm nonverbal, I'm just solving some kind of creative problem. That is a way that I feel balanced and whole. So what's that got to do with time? Those, are all, those all have a cost. They're going to cut into other things. What are the things I have, to, I have to say no to to say yes to those three things? And how do I create a system to protect those three things? That's the next problem. I've identified what I want now Let's look at how I bring it about. And that will have to be for a future Thunder Punch Daily because I'm way over time. This is part of Art Sound Off, artsoundoff.com. And I'll be back tomorrow with another Thunder Punch Daily. And until then, remember everybody. As you saw in today's story, people can change. Right, Tila. Sibylline had always been an evil sorceress, but she was able to change her ways for the better. Maybe there's something about yourself that you don't like. A bad habit, maybe. It's easy to say I can't change, but the truth is you can change almost any behavior if you really want to. And the first step is saying to yourself, I can't.